Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number two. All right, it's 5.02 here in the Bayou City. Let's run up to Lake Houston now and check on the water up there with Mr. John Littleton. Johnny boy, what's up, man? Hey, good morning, Captain. How are you today, sir? Couldn't be better. Yeah, I know it. What is that old Johnny Cash song, How High is the Water, Mama? There you go. Or we play a little Stevie Ray, Texas Flood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is getting high. I uh, I checked it a few minutes ago on my phone app and it says it's two point two nine feet high. That's right above. Now. That's above level normal pool, right? Three Correct. feet. Yeah. We'll just call yeah. that three feet. We can round it off. It's probably three feet right now because that was at three thirty. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Guess where yeah. all that water's coming? It's coming to my backyard. I got it coming from yeah. San Jacinto and got it coming from Trinity River. Man, I'm on a roll this, this week. <laughs> yeah, I took um, Highway 90 yesterday and cut down through to Beaumont and went over to my office over there in Louisiana. And when I crossed that Trinity River down there, man, <laughs> it was it was rolling. Rampaging. And, uh, yeah, it's coming your way. You you can start running some bass guide trips, you know. Yeah, we, catfish. We're just, yeah, yeah, we're just uh, switching fish, you know. We're transferring them. Coming from Livingston, you know, now they got that, uh, that you know, that big ditch that cuts across off the Trinity that comes into Lake Houston. So we're getting some fish from Livingston and Conroe and... Of course, you're getting our fish, so yeah. you know. Yeah, we're just we're just trading fish, relocating. So yeah, yeah it's uh, but no, it's uh, it's it's pretty nasty out there. I I'll go down there after it gets daylight and look around and see what's up. And I was talking to Mister Garza yesterday out there at Lake Patrol. Oh, and by the way, he said to tell you hi. He okay. hadn't talked to you in a while, so, yeah. Um, 
But uh, we, uh, you know, we were talking yesterday, and and there's quite a few boats and jet skis and, you know, mainly pontoon boats, I think, that are, you know, floating around out there. So, uh, structure, you know, floating structure. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, just from, just, I went over late yesterday afternoon and uh, to the marina and just, I, I mean, just a little bit I could see from there, there was a lot of floaters. Uh, I, I mean, a lot of stuff float. Right. Treetops and. Well, we hadn't had know, anything like this in a while, you know, with this drought, and it's going to force a lot of, a lot of dead timber and all that down down these rivers into the lakes and stuff. So people really need to watch out. Yeah, yeah. I'd I'd ask him about if they were going to close the lake, and you know, he said not at this time. Um, but you know, that could change. Uh, you know, any time. Uh, yeah. You know, we did talk about trying to, you know, inform the public, you know, uh, try not, you know, just try to stay off the water if you can. Right. You know, so it's uh, it, it's just not safe out there right now. You know, Conroe's even worse. Well, Conroe's closed. Right. You know, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just a bad, bad deal, you know, out there. And, you know, they can't, they can't run everywhere. You know, you get out there and you have a problem, you know, then, you know, it's, they just can't get to you sometimes to get you. So it just makes it, makes it tough. Uh, Fishing had been pretty good, Mickey. We, you know, we started catching a few bass and, you know, we were going to have a tournament Sunday, but we already called that off. Um, you know, because of the safety out there. Right. Uh, so, you know, any of the guys that are fishing the individual, uh, tournament, you know, the tournament director, she, her and I were texting yesterday and she decided to call it off. So, uh, which is a good idea. I mean, we just pushed it to, we're only running six. She's doing six tournaments, January through June. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, so she pushed it to July, uh, you know, which which is, uh, you know, okay, it'll be it'll be good. But, uh, you know, it's just too dangerous out there to put boats out there running around and hit something, tear something up, or even, you know, get or hurt. Get hurt so. or end up in the water, you know, there's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just not not good, and the Our fishing's probably issues. not going to be that good, you know. Right now, I mean, uh, you, you know, you might catch some catfish or something, but you know, I don't know. I I don't mind fishing muddy water, off color water, you know, stuff like that, especially at Lake Houston because the fish are used to it. But when you get really high and muddy, and you know, all this, it's just. I, I need them concentrated. I need it to come back down so I can concentrate them back on my my stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know so high water scatters fish, whether it's salt yeah. or fresh water. A lot of super high water will scatter the fish. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But it'll it'll get back. You know, it'll get back. It'll just take it a little bit, but yeah, it'll it'll definitely get back. It'll. Give me time to get, uh, I need to run back up to the, 
deer lease and pull the cameras and do some stuff, you know, kind of gear in stuff. We we ended up going back last week and hunted and saw some deer and you know, we just couldn't find nothing for her to pull the trigger on. So, right. you know, uh, she didn't get her one this year. She was a little disappointed, but, you know, hey, that's, you know, and I try to, you know, talk to her and other, you know, people that I talk to. You know, it's sometimes it's not about going out there and killing everything or killing a deer, you know, or, mm-hmm. or going and catching. It's the fun and the experience and the knowledge and, you know, just, you know, we were sitting there watching squirrels play and, you know, I, I mean, it's just, you know, you're just out there and good old mother, mother nature, you know? So it's just, it was a good time, but of course you want to kill something, but you know, sometimes it's just not meant to be. That is so but, true. Uh, We've all been through yeah. it. It's the way it works. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear y'all talk about the limits and all that, and you know, man, you just you just got to go fishing, you know. No, if you you know, like you like you were saying a minute ago, if you want something to eat, you know, go stop by your local grocery store or or you know, go to a restaurant. You know, yeah, it's a heck of a lot cheaper, but it's the experience, you know, to get out there and do it, and. And, you know, and just have some fun. But, uh, yeah, you know, we I'm all love to do it. Yeah, love the outdoors. And, you know, of course, that's how we grew up and was raised, you know. So, I, you know, people all the time ask me, you know, when I, as much as I fish, and I'm sure you, they, they think our freezers are running over with fish. No. You know, and I... I I got a few packs of white bass left from last year and a few packs of catfish, but, you know, maybe six or eight, you know, and that's it. You know, all the rest, majority of the time. About all I got in my freezer is stuff from the grocery store or deer meat. You know, that's about all I have. Yeah, I I know. We, you know, we run down to the local little restaurants or, or run over to the grocery store and grab something and cook it, you know, and, and that's it. So, you know, it's all no, good. I, I see people's point. Everybody likes to to catch what they harvest, or, I mean, to eat what they catch, you know, or right. they harvest, and, uh, and, and that's all great. But just to right. fill your freezer up with stuff that probably – 80% of it's going to freeze or burn or go bad and not taste near as good as it did fresh. I mean, it's just it's really pointless. If you get to fish a lot, I can see it for people that only get to go once or twice a year, but, you know, guys that fish a lot, they, uh, you know, they, they got the opportunity to eat them fresh when they catch them. Right. Well, that's how we are, Mickey. I mean, even when we go up to the property up there, you know, we go out there and catch us some brim or a couple little bass or something, bring them up sure. to the camp and, and fillet them and cook them. And, I mean, I'm telling you, it is nothing better than than, than that. I, I mean, you can't you can't go and buy that. Right out <laughs> of the mean, water into the good. skillet, baby. <laughs> it's good yeah. stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, heck, that's, that's just nothing better. You know, 
And uh, especially even if you bring you a couple potatoes and cut them up and make your own French fries, you know, that's even. Homemade fries. Yeah. I I haven't had breakfast yet. i got to quit talking about that or I'll be wanting a fish taco (laughs) for breakfast. (laughs) I'm with you. Nothing wrong with those either. Yeah. (laughs) I know it. Yeah. But, uh. No, well, good deal, good. man. Like well, said, the water water's a little high, but you know we'll get through it. And yeah, we will we'll get back to normal here in a couple it'll, of weeks. It'll return to normal before you know it. Yep, yep. All right, John. It. Well, hey, if somebody wants to give you a call about tournaments or what's going on on Lake Houston, how do they get a hold of you and pick your brain, man? Sure, they can call me on my cell two eight one two 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 eight five four four. Just All give right, me a call. Buddy. Well, you have a good weekend. Right. Stay stay you above too, water. All right, buddy. See you, All man. Right. Thank you. Later. All right, that's John Littleton up on Lake Houston. Time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Yeah, we should have, I should have played that one yesterday. <laughs> Flooding down in Texas. All right, let's go down to Texas City and let's check in with our good friend, Mr. Dave Fremont, see what he's doing down at Boyd's One Stop and the Texas City Dyke. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Captain Mickey. What's up, man? <clears throat> We're uh, we're drying out and getting ready for the next monsoon. There you go. I'm with you. I think everybody got a piece of that action. It it uh, it it really did come down right here on the coast. I was looking at when all that stuff was rolling through, and I I, I bet you uh, Brenham, I bet they got a. A foot or more, man. It seemed like they, that I rain. I think officially it ended up being around fifteen inches or so, sixteen somewhere up in there. Katie was nine and a half. I mean, all up through there, man. Those bands kept. Boy, they, I think Bob Green. What did he say? He got thirteen or fourteen there at Fayette County. Our buddies uh, down there at uh, Belleville Meat Market. I bet they got a shower or two. Also, they're right there. Yeah, in the they're middle right of... in the right <clears throat> in the middle. Of all that, yes, sir. Hey. Yeah. Well, it it cleared off pretty good. We had a we had a lot of lightning. Uh, I guess it was night before last, or yeah, in the afternoon, night. sometime. Yeah, it was yeah. Wednesday night. Yeah, there, there was a lot of lightning. Sure was. You know, I just don't remember a lot of lightning in the wintertime years and years ago. It seemed like it, that was summertime weather. It seemed like we'd have cold fronts come in and stuff, but it just, I just don't remember any big old lightning storms. But <clears throat> I think a lot of that is, is I just don't remember much of anything anymore. <laughs> yeah, that, that kind of goes with age, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I called I called my brother to check on him. He lives over there at uh, right there at the border around orange and uh i right. called him the other night and i said hey man uh 
let me run a couple of things by you and, and just see how my memory is back when when we were younger. And I, I spilled out a couple of things to him, and I tell him this is how I thought it was. Come back, and he goes, no, no, it wasn't nothing like that. It was like this, and he he lined me out on that. So then I threw another thing at him. He goes, Mm-mm, nope, that ain't, no, you, you're wrong again. <laughs> and so he had me feeling pretty bad, and then I got to thinking about it. I said, no, wait a minute. I'm I'm just about seventy, and he's already seventy five. And why am I using him as a reference? If I'm <laughs> if my memory's not that good, well, this this probably stinks even more. But he he kept lining me out on it. But uh, it don't matter anyway. It don't matter any more than the than the new limit laws, uh, the new the new fishing wrecks coming down on on trout. Right. Yeah. You know, we're we live in a limit world. You know, wasn't that long ago we was only be able to get two rolls of toilet paper and a couple of bottles of water and oh, uh, one can of get that. Yeah, one can of Lysol. You had limits on everything, you know. <laughs> so another another limit on on fish size and how many you can keep. Hey, shoot, man! Every time they throw a sale on fish sticks at the store, they'll put a two box limit on them, so it don't make any difference. Just <laughs> on down there. <laughs> That's why I like down the boys. I, uh, there's no limit. I can buy as many many shrimp as I want to. Yeah, the only thing we got a limit on now is we don't Ooh. have any crawfish. I'm no crawfish. <clears throat> but we're not the only ones. Everyone's uh, in the same miserable boat in that regard. But uh, that's the that's the big. Uh, million dollar question is what's going to happen with the rest of the season and actually n- nobody really knows and, and we'll just have to kind of play it by ear and see how it goes it's definitely uh not going to be good and uh <clears throat> i think they're scrambling trying to do the best they can to try to hang on so maybe next year uh they'll be able to survive but there's yeah, so I, I, I read, I've been reading, you know, articles on this, and this man, this could last on into twenty twenty five, make it a not so good year too, because of the the loss of the brood stock, and uh, yeah, kind of like what we're going through with the fishery, you know, age classes of fish, same thing with crawfish and other creatures, you know, it's just it's a sign of the times, supply and demand, and uh, not to mention, you know, weather related things, just like this is. All right, here we go. When it comes to uh, organic stuff, and uh, you just you just got so many things that can attack it. You know, we got sure. you got you got disease, and like you say, the weather, and then just uh, you know bad conditions, and just change things up in a hurry. We'd have never yeah. dreamed it, never would have thought about it. We we we've, we've kind of uh, had some issues at times where the there would be a parasite, or there would be a a fungus or a, uh, some kind of a little problem that they would, uh, biologists would start seeing on some of the crawfish and see the same thing in shrimp and any, any of these crustaceans and, and kind of get you, get your concerns up. But <clears throat> you just never thought we was going to get hit as hard as we did on this, on this, uh, longstanding drought. And it's just, uh, it just happened in a hurry. It seemed like, but, uh, it didn't get too much warning, but we'll, uh, we'll keep an eye on it and keep going. Uh, I know Jason did get, uh, I think he got about 30 or 40 sacks in a week, which is, which is crazy, especially since he, uh, went all over creation, just trying to scoop up something for a few of the wholesalers that, that wanted to offer a, a, a few pounds to their, to their customers. But it's, uh, 
it's a long way from getting any that would be able to um, to do anything with. So we'll kind of see what happens. But in the meantime, we're going to just keep on keeping on. You know what I mean? That's it. That's all you can do. <laughs> Got to roll with something else. It, uh, it's uh, the prices are just. Uh, I mean, people are just. You know, the people that really want them, they won't. They won't mind paying the price. But it's uh, for the average Joe. It's just. It's going yeah. to be expensive. And, it and it stirs up. <clears throat> it stirs up a lot of a lot of feelings and 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 some of the folks that maybe ain't quite in the know they they start thinking different things some people think it's price gouging and stuff but it's anything but that yes. and it's not a it's not even it don't fit because of the fact that there's just not any crawfish and so those guys go out and and work their tails off and they're trying to, a lot of them brought in their migrant workers and stuff, you know, because you have to get them early. If you're going to have them, you got to get them. And so they, they, uh, they're having to, they're having to work them. And, and anyway, it's a long story and it's miserable and there's no fix right now. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if, if, if you, if you want to pay that much and then there's, there's options where you can get the, the, the cryo or the previously frozen and, 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 and nibble on them to try to get your fix and get them all spiked up. And, but I think the best thing to do is just hang on and let's see how it goes. In the meantime, uh, let me uh, offer you a big old fat, juicy shrimp any way you want it. And uh, that's about it on, on that. I'm out here right now on this Texas City dike, and I rode out to the very end, and there was – one person out there that was fishing and on the entire uh, dike that's it just one on, person on one person and wow. so they had the whole they had the whole dike to themselves they they couldn't complain about being crowded upon or longest fishing pier in the world and only one person that, on it that's crazy that's man. it yeah that's <laughs> it uh it's kind of uh it's kind of cool looking out here we've got a we've got a fog that's kind of hovering up about oh a hundred feet off the off the surface and so it uh, it looks kind of cool you got pretty good visibility looking around but you can uh-huh. see just above it you got that that fog hanging right over the top i didn't have any on the way in from lake city this morning but when i got here on the coast it it dropped down a bit but uh 56 degrees here on, on the texas city dike and uh and very little to no wind there's a lot of reflection coming off the water so uh i think that's probably going to change i think you mentioned that we got another front coming in tonight or yes. tomorrow or something Yeah, we'll have some uh stiff northwesterly breezes tomorrow yeah i think mr jake even said there's a little bit of rain maybe in the forecast i didn't look at it i've i've seen enough forecast the last few days and it was nothing but rain and and flooding and all that stuff so uh it turned off pretty yesterday evening, though. It was very nice on the coast. It was yes. sun popped out, and it was just <clears throat> really, really nice. Um, as far as on the bait front, we do have some live shrimp, and I was glad to see that. You know, the water temperature picked back up again, so the bait tank's temperature increased as well to where we could sustain life for, for live shrimp. And uh, we got a pretty good tank of, uh, of live uh, finger mullet. So uh, we're fixed up for the live bait fishermen at Boyd's One Stop. And, uh, oh, all the dead stuff. 
got that stuff as well, uh, shrimp, and I think there's some squid, and I know there's some mullet and all that stuff, and uh, all kind of lures and leaders and hanging on the on the walls and on the racks, Mickey, and so uh, anybody that wants to come out and enjoy the weekend in between the weather changes, come on down, and uh, the grill will fix you up something good. We got a special going on that's been going on all week where you can, uh, it's kind of a gumbo package. You can get five pounds of the peeled uh, shrimp. Most of them are all uh, whole shrimp. There's some pieces in there as well, but there are five pounds already peeled. And uh, I think it's a five pound bag of clean crabs, not picked, but cleaned crabs. And uh, and then Jason's throwing in, I think, a one pound bag of crawfish tails. Uh, so if you're wanting to make gumbo, you can do all of that. And I think the price tag on that's about 40 bucks, but man, when you put the, put the pencil to it, that's a heck of a good deal. That is a good deal. I mean, yeah. I've, we've had parties at my place in previous years where, uh, we'd have three or $400 worth of, uh, crab shrimp and all that in, in one pot of gumbo, <laughs> you know, a big pot. It, it, I'm I was just fixing to say one for a lot of people, you know, and uh, yeah, hey, that's well, that's not I bad bu- at all, I, brother. I can bust up a hundred dollar bill pretty quick just for me. Yeah, <laughs> make a pot of make that. a pot for home, <laughs> make a pot at home, and and then eat eat on it like crazy, and eat on it the next day, and then maybe freeze up enough to have another meal. But you can burn up a hundred bucks pretty quick. But anyway, we got that going on. I think it's going to last through the weekend unless we run out. It's been. It's been really busy. Uh, they they've really done a lot this week. I I put that ad out. I forget what day it was. So today's going to be today's Friday. I probably put it out Tuesday. I think it was. And uh, right. And uh, there's a lot of been a lot of response to it. But I just checked and asked, and they said, "Yep, we still got it." And uh, so uh, if folks want to get fixed up and have you a little gumbo or whatever you want to do with it, and get you the forty dollar gumbo pack. There you go, wrong man. With that brother. Yeah, and and dream of uh, sucking on a head of a crawfish one day. Just uh, you know what I think it, the people that uh, they miss the most about crawfish, you know, it's the seasoning. You know, they I think you crave that. It's almost addictive. You know, yeah. The crawfish tails are good. Don't get me wrong, but man, when you suck the head and grab all that seasoning and everything else with it, it's just uh, it's addictive. <laughs> oh yeah, going and, crazy and, right now, <laughs> and, and choke and choke on a red tater and a and a and a corn on the cob and, and it's sure man yeah and it's all the um, it's kind of like a cult thing you know I guess I don't like using that word so much but it's it's for people just like <laughs> to get together and have a good time pile up and and uh, boil up a big old mess of crawfish and all the sides and have a good time and have some adult beverages or some Coca Cola and, and good, just have a good, a good excuse for a party man. <laughs> have a good, you know, just have a good time. That's what it's all about. I think lots of folks are missing that. And the 1st of February, you know, usually is when things really get kicked off, and here we are right on it, and uh, it looks like it's going to be kind of dismal for the start. But we'll see what happens. We'll see if uh, these rains don't wake a few of them crawdads up and where they can uh, get a few of them in the traps. We'll just have to wait and see what happens, Mickey. And, That's all uh, we can do, brother. I, I pray for them folks over there that uh, – they make their living that way. And, uh, and like you mentioned a while ago and uh, talking to the other fellows that are, that are guides, people that 
want to go fishing and they want to hook up with somebody that knows knows what they're doing and they want to learn an area and such, they go with a guide. They're, they don't usually go uh, go over there to get see how much they can catch. But you you can find some guides. I can t- I can give you some names of them. As you, of course, you already know them. If you want to go out and catch some fish uh, and and bring them bring them home for eating, the sheephead, the puffy drum. Um, they're there. I mean, and you can you can catch you some nice fish, uh, and uh, and that's all I got to say about it. Y'all, it's, y'all are gonna have a good drum run down there this this year, dude. All this fresh water up my way, so it's gonna be a pretty good drum season. I'm thinking. Usually is. I believe get a lot of fresh water like this. I believe it will be, and uh, there's a there's an awful lot of of those uh, slot size uh, drum that are served up in, in restaurants and. Honestly, it's a it's a great tasting fish. There's nothing wrong with very good. It. Nothing wrong. I with heard good. that. All right, my friend. Well, if somebody wants to uh, come down to Boyd's or call down and uh, check some availability on different products, whether it's bait or eating shrimp, whatever. How do they get a hold of you, Dave? Give them some info, hey, buddy. They can uh, they can call that four zero nine nine four five four thousand one number, and there's a there's a whole. Uh, menu of things you can punch a number on to get a hold of somebody you can end up probably even <laughs> waking jason up in the middle of the night if you punch the right number yeah call him about the oxygen <laughs> response system <laughs> waking up and at then, three in the morning hey how about those regulators <laughs> oh yeah yeah he's gonna love me for that uh uh 227 227- 227 Dyke Road is the address, but if you just come on down Tech City and, and make your way to the Dyke, uh, you'll come right on by us. We're right there on the on the right-hand side when you're coming in. That means we're on the left-hand side going out. Yeah, uh, going back. That's what I was, I'm going to see them when I'm going in now uh, on the left. But uh, anyway, Mickey, hey, have a great weekend. Thanks for letting me rattle along with you on this hey, Friday you morning. Bet. Always a pleasure, Dave. Good talking to you, man. Y'all take care. Later, buddy. All right. All right, it's time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Raindrops are falling on my head And just like the guy whose feet are too big for his bed Nothing seems to fit Those raindrops are falling on my head They keep falling So Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Okay, it's 540 here in the Bayou City final segment. Let's talk to Captain Steve Hillman and see what he's up to this morning. Stevie, good morning. What's happening? Good morning. I was just talking to your producer, Jake, about all the rain we've had. <laughs> Playing raindrops and falling on your head. That's a good song. Yeah. Can I call you the Sundance Kid this morning? <laughs> remember that? They played that in that movie. <laughs> uh, oh, did they? I don't remember that. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, they played that song in, in that movie. Yeah. Well, what's up, no. man? Oh, just trying to get back in the saddle. I fished yesterday for the first time since the freeze. And uh, finally, it looks like we're going to get a stretch of weather, put something together. Sure. So, I kind of screwed up yesterday, though. I. I had uh, one customer coming in from uh, about an hour, hour and a half away, and I looked at the at the wind yesterday morning at like five o'clock, and uh, man, it was it was still gusting to thirty at the North Jetty, and it, and I, you know, the forecast showed it backing off around nine or ten, and 
I saw it, that last line of uh, squalls, and I'm like, man, it might get right. But with all this rain we've had and all this hard wind, there's no way I'm going to be, even if it does calm down, there's no way I'm going to be able to find anywhere to fish. And uh, so I, I just, we punted on it and just picked another day. And, and uh, but I ended up going anyway just for myself, you know, me and a buddy, me and Jake. And uh, we didn't get out there until about 830. And, and I finally found some, halfway fishable water it was pretty gnarly man everywhere i went and uh, finally found some decent water and uh we we caught them really good but but man they're all in like one area you know it's like yeah if it was a say it was a saturday or something and you had just one other boat which i didn't even see another boat but if you had just one other boat in that one spot you probably caught four fish you know but instead we were the only boat out there and we call it 24 trout. I mean, you know, it's just, yeah. it's, it's, you could, you could spin it and make it sound big time. You know, I mean, it's, and we caught 36, 37 fish total, had a couple of reds, flounder, some throwbacks, but out of all that, we had 24 legal trout. We had four or five that were over 20 inches though. I mean, they were fat, but uh biggest one was 22, but most of them were just really just cookie cutter, 17 inches. Same old thing we've been catching. Sure. But I, I honestly thought, I mean, I found some, some decent water. We covered a lot of water. and I, You know, it got really calm yesterday. It got beautiful. And uh, I guess we fished from about 830, came in probably at 3 o'clock. So I don't know how many hours that is. But we covered a lot of water and found a lot of really fishable water. And, and just we just caught most of them in that one stretch. And some of the areas I fished, I should have caught. I feel like I should have caught more in those areas. Mm-hmm. But then again... The water's still in the 50s. These fish, they're not feeding all day. Of course, they never feed all day. And I could it could have been that the bite was over. But then we went back to that one spot and checked it before we went in, and, and we caught more fish. So I don't know about that theory. You know, I think there, if there's enough fish in an area, even in a negative feed, you're going to, and you got, you know, you and a buddy that can fish, you're going to hit enough fish on the head to make a few eat. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh. But yeah, there's a pretty good freshwater layer on top, man. It was uh, it was pretty gnarly looking. It, it looked like the Brazos River on top, but it, it got calm and it, it you know layered out, and all that salt water's on bottom. You know, same old thing we always talk about. Yeah. But uh, but you look in your prop wash, you throw a motor, whatever. It's it's pretty pretty green water coming up. But uh, but nothing shallow. You know, prior to that front catching some fish in two and a half three foot of water we had to go out pretty deep to get some good salt because all that stuff up shallow was fresh yeah we had a hell of a lot of runoff a lot of runoff but we had yeah, to go out the real, on the deep the real runoff hadn't even got here yet well i know that the coming. river's way down the dam's way down this morning did you see it it's down from eighty six thousand cfs to eighty thousand. <laughs> oh yeah well that's wonderful no, it's it's. I know it's going to get bad. It's uh, we've got well, runoff you know, coming down. We still got three feet of water to get out of Lake Houston. You know, yeah. it's still three feet above pool this morning. There's a lot of water coming down to San Jacinto too, man. Oh, I know. And I was trying to do the math. I don't know why I'm so stupid like this, but looking at at Lake Livingston, you know, Lake Livingston is is eighty three thousand surface acres, and one surface acre of water a foot deep is three hundred twenty six thousand gallons, and um. 
And if you try to do the math on that at a foot and a half above pool, which is what Lake Livingston is, I think it's, it's a 132 and a half. It's normally at 131. You get some number that your calculator can't even compute. It's insane. I mean, it's it's like, uh, hell, three surface acres, three, three acres. Well, three I just look acres. at it, you know, when you're up around 80 to 86,000, I mean, that's like filling the Astrodome up level full with water to the ceiling and a matter of minutes, you know, two or Oh, three and, and, and even, and, and even more, I think. And, but my point is it's going to take forever to get the lake back down in the pool. Cause they're not going to hold that water in, not this time of year. Now with, with spring coming up and you know, the rainy season there. So it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a while, but my God, we've seen this movie. How many times? A you lot know? lately. Golly, lot. it's an annual occurrence, but, uh, but there will be a few little pockets of fish here and there. You just got to get out and find them. But the the conditions have to be right. I mean, if we'd have had any kind of wind at all yesterday, we, we probably wouldn't have caught anything because all that fresh water would have would have mixed up with the salt. We yeah, wouldn't it have stirs it. it up, pushes it down yeah. too deep. Yeah. So you know, it's uh, just one more challenge we're faced with, as if we did as if we needed more. Yeah. True. But no, I started out throwing uh, just Texas roach, you know, in that dark water and uh, caught a few on it. And uh, my first stop, my first couple stops wasn't any good. And then, like I said, we finally found that decent water and <clears throat> clouds cleared out, sun came on up. And even though it was real murky on top, like I said, it was clear underneath. And that, I guess that sun was getting down through it. And I put on that, that Laguna shrimp, you know, that pink and on a little eight ounce pro elite jig head and we're about seven eight foot of water and, and just uh letting it go all the way to the bottom and working that bottom layer and man they just they're picking it up might have had one hard hit i mean they're just picking up and swimming with it you really had to pay attention hopefully our bite's a little bit better today but yeah but anyway man that's my big time report it's hard to it's hard to make a whole segment out of one fishing trip <laughs> man we've done a lot worse here before yeah oh and we only at all the areas we covered we saw one mullet jump that was it didn't see any surface activity but one thing we did see and uh, where we caught most of our fish where there's five or six loons and they're all hanging out together going down so there was some bait down there birds are always where the bait is yeah and guess where the fish are they're going to be where the bait is and then not we did, science. <laughs> you know, no, it's, it's, it's really not. If you just, if you just pay attention, you know, some people then we, we, complicate it too much, but it's just, Hey, it's, Oh it's yeah. A, yeah. You know, and we, you and I were talking about this other night, you know, I was working on my, I guess right now I'm working on my March article for the magazine and, you know, I'm writing this stuff and it just feels a lot of it feels so just rudimentary to us and but man I'm, honestly there's a lot of people out there that that don't pay attention to that kind of stuff no they don't you know but we kind of take it for granted i think but well i got i was perusing on facebook last night <laughs> most time most time i spent on <laughs> facebook in a long time i should have been doing something productive but i guess i needed a little bit of drama a little bit of entertainment or something i started looking at all these Everybody 
wanted to be like the first ones to slap up all the new limit stuff. And, right. And, uh, and all these comments and all these armchair biologists and quarterbacks and stuff making all these comments. And, you know, I just, I don't know these people. Some of these people just don't, they're clueless. It's just, uh, people act like that with the limits, it's just go pick what you want off of a tree, you know, like, well, you can't take our two trout away. You can't take our five trout away. We, you got to go find them and you got to go catch them. And man, most people in our part of the world, they can't go catch three trout, much less five. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're, gri- and they're griping about that. Well, they're just, they're, they're drama llamas, man. They just, they yeah. love the controversy and chaos. And you'll see some. Some other people like they say, well, there goes the redfish population. Well, you still no. got to know how to go catch a redfish. You just don't That's go, you, you don't have a grocery list and you're going to the store and just buying what you want. They act like it's just there. That'd be like, that'd be like the Parks and Wildlife saying, well, Steve, you can't kill any more 190 class deer off, off your dad's ranch. Well, we don't have any 190 class deer. We don't deer, have so any to start with. Matter. It's like the 30 inch deal. Everybody going right. crazy over that. I mean, hey. How many thirty-inch yeah. trout? I mean, I I can count on one hand how many legit, you know, and get in the Galveston area thirty-inch trout I've caught in my lifetime, and chasing these fish right. my entire life. I mean, that's it. When, when you start busting thirty-plus inches in Galveston Bay, you're talking, I mean, real giants. And, yeah. I mean, I've seen twenty-six-inch trout that weighed nine pounds. Mm-hmm. I've, weighed, I've weighed them in trout masters on certified scales i mean it's just oh, yeah. uh, we have a different proportion fish up this way and it just uh, right i don't know man it just i don't have a problem with the way it's set up i mean I but is it all it, we need it's not it but I, I, the fishery i'm all for it if it if it actually works and only time no, it, will it, tell it will work in conjunction with other things with habitat restoration and other things but I will say this before it's time to go. We don't, in my opinion, we don't need to go any further. I think this is enough. I think if you can't manage your fishery with these stringent controls that we have in place now, or we're going to have in place, you know, starting come March, got other issues big time. Then, man, you're not going to fix it. You're you're not going to fix it if you can't fix it with this. But but we shall see, man. See what happens. I know they're going to. We'll tell. That's it, man. Yeah. All right, Hillman. Well, if somebody wants to get with you about uh, fishing Galveston Bay, how do they get a hold of you? Give them, give them a number, man. Yes, sir. 409-256-7937. And I always enjoy reading your articles every month. <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate it. No, you do a great job at that. It's, uh, Everett needs to hang on to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, all right, man. I, I will uh, talk it. to you down the road, Steve. Good luck today. Hope you catch him, man. Thanks. I'm gonna need it. See you, brother. All right. All right. all right. That's Captain Steve Hillman down in Galveston. Well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show. But we'll be back in the morning, bright and early, 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.